up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 88 And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I don't know if I trust any Chris that spells it with a K. And Eric Fry. Shut up. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, uh, one and all, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. It is a uh, Taco Tuesday out of there. How's everyone doing here on this a beautiful Tuesday, April 11th, 2023? What's happening out there, y'all? This is Travis Sparks here with you. Eric is out of the studio here today, so it's just going to be me flying solo here today. So got a good show lined up for you anyways. Coming up here on the program, of course, I'll be hitting up on the local sports action from yesterday with this beautiful weather. Softball and baseball are able to get these games in and all the track and field stuff as well as the tennis action from yesterday as well. And I'll set the table for today's scheduled action as well in the world of local sports also uh, coming up here on the uh, program talked a little bit on the uh, podcast yesterday about illinois basketball and the uh, transfer portal being wide open and the uh, window is going to be open for another month or so and uh, there was another player coming to illinois from the portal so we'll take a look at him we'll also hit up on other national sports we'll hit up on some major league base Baseball, hey, just another day and just another Cardinals loss and another not quality start for the starting pitchers for the St. Louis Cardinals and Stephen Matz taking the L last night and we'll explore that and hey, at least the Cubs got a win. They walked it off against Seattle, so we'll take a whip around a Major League Baseball from yesterday and hey, the Cardinals, it's a new day and they'll try to bounce back tonight and we'll just run it back the same exact time from last night's effort. 6.45 will be the pregame show here on a 98.9 the game 7:30 will be the game broadcast and the first pitch to follow after that. Miles Michaelis on the mound today, and also it's Tuesday. It's Dinger Tuesday as well. I remembered here, so I'll get my Dinger picks. Maybe even a bonus 
dinger pick who's going to hit a home run tonight. And since Eric isn't here, maybe I'll double up on some entertainment for tonight's who's going to hit a home run. As well as the NBA playing tournament will begin today. So we'll take a look, or I'll take a look at the two matchups this evening and take a quick peek at the NBA playoffs and hit up on some NHL as well as it's the final regular season our final week of the regular season for the National Hockey League. So I'll explore that, have a couple of interesting stats and info coming your way for that aspect. And whatever I don't get to here in the Treasure Show, I'll squeeze into the podcast in some sort of fashion. And, of course, the NFL draft coming up at the end of the month as well. Maybe hit up on a little NFL news as well. We didn't explore. We talked a little bit about Odell Beckham. Uh, signing with the Baltimore uh, yesterday, but might explore that topic a little bit more in the uh, podcast. And, uh, well, eh, Mel Kuyper coming out with another uh, mock draft. And uh, this mock draft has a different quarterback again, one of number one overall. So I'll maybe dive into that in the two of the uh, podcast. So uh, thanks for uh, coming along with me. If you're listening live on ESPN Radio 98.9 of the game or you found me on the podcast, wherever you find your favorite podcast, or maybe you're listening on the website, fmradio.com. I certainly appreciate however you are in uh, taking us. Your support uh, means the world to us and it would not be possible without McMahon Meets Tingley Insurance Agency, Web Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and a Tatopolis State Bank. All right, I've set the table, so uh, let's go and uh, let's hit it up with what we always do. Let's start this April 11th Tuesday show with what we always do. It's first things first. Before we get into the show, First things first. And we're opening up with that Illini news uh, from yesterday. As we reported on the show, we got a uh, Saluki coming into uh, Champaign uh, this season. A good uh, knockdown, a three-point shooter. We'll see how that translates from uh, the Missouri Valley to the uh, Big Ten. But uh, still a solid piece to add to uh, the rotation. And uh, then uh, Brad Underwood threw up the Brad signal and wanted to keep the good vibes going. And that's exactly uh, what he did because a couple hours later it was announced that Utah Valley guard Justin Harmon was going to be coming here to Champaign and be a part of the Illini squad here. And so uh, Justin Harmon, get to know Mr. Harmon as he's coming in for next season. He's an Illinois native. In fact, he's a Chicago native there. He attended Curie Metropolitan High School and he spent his first two college seasons at Barton Community College, and then he spent his past two years at Utah Valley. So that means the combo guard has one year of eligibility left, and he averaged 14 points, 3.8 rebounds, and 2.9 assists for the Utah Valley Wolverines last season. He started 36 of his 37 games while playing there, and he shot 45.3% from the floor and also 34% from beyond the arc for Mr. Harmon. And one stat to maybe look out for is kind of caught my eye with a red flag is that Harmon did have 106 assists last season, 
but he had 112 turnovers as well. So ugh, maybe that's not uh, so great, but maybe you can cut down uh, on that. And, uh, hey, look, you know, you have uh, a transfer from SIU. You have a transfer from Utah Valley. Obviously not uh, Power 5 conferences coming in, so we'll see how uh, well that 14 points a game and a 36 or 34% from uh, three-point range translates uh, to the Big Ten. Is this uh, uh, two star-studded moves? No, but uh, hey, look at how many guards have jumped ship uh, from uh, the Illini squad this season. I'll get to uh, what we have on the roster uh, coming up. Uh, we need all the help we can get. We need all the guard help uh, that we can get, and uh, hopefully we're not done in the uh, portal. I know uh, Eric and I have had that conversation until we're blue in the face, whether this transfer portal stuff uh, works or not. I would argue that last year it uh, did work. We did have two of the best uh, transfer portal free agents out there, and uh, Matthew Meyer, even though he disappeared when we needed him the most from beyond the arc, uh, is still successful. We wouldn't have been where we were if it wasn't for Matthew Meyer, and we wouldn't be where we were last season without Terrence Shannon Jr. Are these two guys the two big-name pieces out there? No, those guys have went uh, elsewhere, but uh, still pretty two solid pieces uh, to come to uh, the uh, Illini squad, and we're only in April 11th here, folks. This roster is not going to look like this uh, when we get closer to the start of college basketball season. Still a lot of uh, question marks uh, up in the air here, but still two uh, solid pieces that are, are going to be added to this roster, and hopefully more to come, and hopefully no more uh, people transferring out. Uh, we do have uh, still a waiting word. Hadn't had uh, whether Terrence Shannon Jr. is going to be uh, returning or not. I don't know if that's a particularly a good thing or a bad thing that we haven't heard anything uh, from him in that department like we did from Coleman Hawkins uh, saying that he was going to declare for the draft but keep his uh, and go through the draft process while keeping his college eligibility. So uh, we'll wait on that. But obviously those two big uh, pieces are going to be uh, huge for the Illini if those would come back. And I'm willing to give, I know that Coleman Hawkins, just like the rest of the squad, was up and down last season. But I'm willing to give Coleman Hawkins another chance, and especially after what he said after the uh, NCAA tournament loss against Arkansas, uh, that he uh, led in a different way. But he's going to, and it didn't work out, so he wants another shot at it. So I would love if he comes back, and obviously it would be a big boost if Terrence Shannon Jr. would return as well. But currently, right now on the roster listed here, Sincere Harris, he announced he's coming back. Luke Goody, he was the first player to announce that he's going to return. Dame Danger, he's going to be back. Uh, Ty Rogers hasn't yet said what he's going to do, uh, but we can assume he is going to return. So uh, if he does, that would be another piece as a sophomore uh, that could match up well with uh, Harmon. You know, you don't want Ty being uh, the point guard, uh, but at least he would be a veteran guard. I know he wasn't a scorer uh, last season, but he's definitely one of those uh, glue pieces that you need uh, for a roster uh, like this. And then, you know, that's all the real solid players that we have on the roster right now. Amara Hansberry, he signed a letter of intent to come here. Uh, Gibbs Lawhorn, he signed a letter of intent to come here. Nicola Mortelli, he's still um, 
on the roster, but uh, who knows with him, he didn't show a lot. And, you know, if he's going to be uh, on the roster, if he's going to play an important piece, I don't know what that's going to say about this Atlanta squad. And then you have the two uh, commits from the transfer portal in Marcus Damask from uh, Carbondale and uh, Justin Harmon there who committed from Utah Valley. Uh, so uh, not a great roster right now, I'd say, and not exactly what I would say what we're used to in the past five seasons of contending for the Big Ten or the Big Ten tournament title. But, uh, again, it's only April 11th, so still a long way to go. I think we still do need another guard. Uh, but, unfortunately, some of the big-name targets have already committed Elsewhere, you know, you think of uh, C, uh, LJ Cryer uh, from Baylor. We thought that we worked on that pipeline. Well, he uh, committed to uh, Houston. There was also another uh, big transfer that committed to uh, Houston. So, uh, unfortunately, some uh, targets that, you know, potentially could be uh, great fits for the Illini have already committed elsewhere. Uh, there are still some other targets that uh, the Illini could be focusing their attention on uh, from Notre Dame, Carmack Ryan, uh, Grand Canyon, uh, Chance McMillan. I know that Coleman Hawkins has kind of uh, been talking to him and would let his feelings known that he would uh, like for McMillan to come here to Illinois. Uh, Colorado State has a guard, Isaiah Riviera. He's an excellent shooter. He's from Illinois, so uh, that would be nice to come back home. And then uh, former uh, line I commit, A.J. Store from uh, St. John's. He's going to be uh, uh, transferring out, entering the portal with uh, Rick Pitino uh, coming in. And also, speaking of St. John's, there's another player that's in the portal from St. John's. Do we want uh, Corbello to come back here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, but uh, hey, if Harmon's already susceptible to turnovers, what's going to be Carbello uh, coming back? And, you know, it's still not out of the realm of possibility if Coleman Hawkins does stay in the draft uh, that we need another big man to uh, pair with Danger. Uh, there are some, a couple of big names, uh, big men out there, you know, LSU transfer Sean Phillips. He's kind of been one of the targets. Uh, Graham Ike from uh, Wyoming and uh, Caden uh, Shredrick from uh, Virginia as he played good against Illinois when he was there with the uh, Cavaliers. But, uh, again, a lot of question marks here on this roster, but at least two were filled in. We had two for the price of one yesterday as we just had another walk-on enter the uh, transfer portal, uh, but we get Harmon and Damask from SIU and Utah Valley joining up with the roster next season, and we await the decision of uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. as well to see what this roster will shape up like in the future for Champagne. And you know my feelings uh, about uh, the Illini team. You know I'm an Illini homer here, and everything's been kind of doom and uh, gloom with all these guys uh, transferring out, but. It's going to be a-okay. You know, I'm not going to say that we're uh, going to be at the top of the standings or anything. Again, we're only in April, so I'm not willing to say that. And I know what last season uh, was, but, you know, maybe, maybe not everything's doom and gloom here. Maybe it's just the, the weather turning nice, but I don't think uh, stuff is doom and gloom in a Champagne just quite yet. But, again, we'll have to wait to see uh, what else is out there in the portal 
as well. All right, uh, so uh, the Illini landing two uh, transfers uh, yesterday, and uh, coming up next, we'll take a look at uh, some local sports, baseball, softball, and we had a local connection in the WNBA draft last night as well, so I'll mention that as well, all coming up here on the uh, starting lineup when I return. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all that our family owns. These tragedies remind us to double-check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Easter season's upon us, and that means low prices on spring favorites are popping up all over. Got to jump on mowing with a fresh Rule King lawn and garden battery, just $24.99 with exchange. And mend those fences with the best. All red brand fencing products are over 10% off all April long. Finally, save $5 on Greenskeeper Secret Weed and Feed Fertilizer, now just $29.99 a bag. Stock up and save at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, is your check engine light on? The free Fix Finder service reads your check engine, ABS, and maintenance lights. It even sends a detailed report directly to your email. When you need to get back on the road, AutoZone's free Fix Finder service is here. Get the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes. Only at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. See details at AutoZone.com. Wait, aren't these all charitable donations? At Magda's Tax Prep, every person counts. Not have to file for an extension. She needs new auditors to maximize returns on her family time. Hey, can someone help with these 1099s? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline, you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't grid 297-5533. 800-297-5533. And now, the starting lineup. With the five wins, I think they'll have enough playoff points. This is Marty Stock at Hoover's Plus with some money-saving ideas. Start with a great... On 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in uh, to the starting lineup here on a 98.9 at the game ESPN Radio. Travis Works hanging out with you, flying solo uh, today. Let's get to uh, some uh, local sports uh, from yesterday on the baseball and uh, softball diamonds. And we'll start off in uh, baseball as it was Altamont getting uh, the win by the final of 8-2 here in the Battle of the Indians as it was Altamont picking up a couple runs in the top of the first. They also got one run in the second and third innings, and they kind of broke it wide open there in the top of the fourth to uh, get the uh, dub. Nioga's runs came in the fifth and a seventh inning there, so they got two runs off eight hits as on the amount of four uh, Altman. It was uh, Nate Stimke getting the win. He uh, pitched three innings. He got three hits, one walk, and uh, three Ks. Yarhouse and uh, Davis both uh, came in in relief and uh, shut things down, allowing three hits. And uh, we also had Yarhouse picking up three strikeouts and uh, Davis having four Ks as well. Offensively, uh, they were led uh, by Kainan Earhart, three RBIs for Mr. Earhart, also RBIs from Stimke and Robinson and Elam and Phillips. And one more, Arnold picking up an RBI there as well for uh, Altima as uh, Nioga, they have uh, Reynolds taking the loss on the mound. He went three innings, giving up three hits, three earned runs, a couple walks, and a couple of strikeouts as well. And we also uh, had uh, Ballinger and uh, Dirtle coming in, uh, coming in in relief there for Nioga, but Altamont picks up the win there yesterday against Nioga. We also had uh, St. Anthony get the win over Waltonville, 11-2. St. Anthony pick up a couple runs in the first inning, and they got three more in the second, and they busted open in the fifth. They got five runs there. Uh, Levitt gets the win on the mound. He goes five innings, giving up five hits, allowing four walks and three Ks. Uh, Ruhal and Larson came in in relief, only giving up one hit between them, and Larson also struck out the side in the seventh inning to close it out. Uh, Adams, Levitt, Repke, Larson, Caney, Link all had RBIs for St. A as they uh, sprinkle it around with 11 runs scored. Obviously, the lineup will do that. We also had Windsor's two straws get the win over Dietrich at 10 and 2 at nothing as Windsor got four in the first, two in the second, one more in the fourth, and then three more in the sixth inning to close things out there. Jordan Wittenberg, he gets the win on the bump. He goes six innings, giving up four hits, no walks, and striking out six batters. Jordan also uh, led the way at the dish. He had two RBIs. Uh, Weatherall, Morris, and Manhard all pick up RBIs for the Hatchets as well. CHBC in the win over Ramsey, shutting them out 11 to nothing. Uh, the uh, Bobcats had one run in the first, two in the fourth, three more in the fifth, two in the sixth, and then three more in the uh, seventh. Evans gets the win on the mound for CHBC, holding Ramsey to only two hits offensively. Uh, Doty, he had uh, three RBIs to lead the way offensively. For the Bobcats, Wojcik Radloff also added two RBIs as well. We had Lorton, Jones, Davis, Lamb all having RBIs as well for CHBC in the win. Also a crooked score here. It was South Central defeating Odin 15-1. South Central got a run in the first inning, four more in the second, two in the third, and a big crooked number there in the fourth. They picked up seven runs there, and then they added an extra run in the fifth inning 
to finish this one off in five. Uh, Watwood, he gets the win on the mound. He goes three innings, giving up a couple of hits, a run, and two strikeouts as well. Uh, Dunn came in in relief and pitched the final two innings, got four strikeouts. Offensively, uh, the Cougars were led uh, by a Dotson. He had two home runs and five RBIs in total yesterday. Rob and Thompson both pick up two ribs, and it was Magnus, Montez, Smith, and Watwood picking up RBIs as well. Little Illini Conference saw Newton defeat Mount Carmel in a close one, 6-4. Newton got five into the third. They added an extra insurance run there in the fourth. Mount Carmel had one run in each of the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh innings there. Uh, Inhorn gets the win on the bump for the Eagles. He goes five innings, giving up ten hits, only three runs. Walking nobody, but striking out three batters as well. Um, Mahaffey finishes off the last couple of innings there for Newton. Banks tanks the loss for Mount Carmel. Flowers led the way offensively for Newton as he does. Three RBIs there compiled yesterday. Uh, Ferguson, Reich, and Reynolds. Reich and Reynolds picking up RBIs there for Newton. Uh, Browning, Bowser, Mounts, and Sloss picking up RBIs there for the Aces. Also, as Casey defeated Olney 3-2, Flora shutting out Robinson 2-0, Lawrenceville 5-2 over Marshall, and then Paris over Oblong Powhut. 13-3. In the Apollo Conference is Decatur St. Teresa and a close one over Mount Zion in a matchup of two good squads. They uh, St. T won two to nothing. Charleston all over Decatur Eisenhower, twenty-three to nothing. Looking like a football score out there. Lake of Prairie Conference was Villa Grove over Tri County, eleven to one. Arcola over Argenta, eight nothing. Arthur over Blue Ridge, twelve to one. Sarah Gordo over Heritage, nineteen to a nine. In the Central Illinois Conference, it was Nicomas over Shelbyville, three to two. Pena over Central A&M, seven to six. And in the South Central Conference, wrapping things up here in baseball, Lincolnwood over Vandalia, 11-8 in a high-scoring affair. Father McGivney defeated Piasaw, 13-2. And Breeze Modern Day gets the victory over Greenville, 10-2. And a softball action yesterday in the National Trail Conference started things off here. Altamont, they defeated St. Elmo Brownstown, 12-5. Altamont picked up three in the first inning, four more in the third Two in the fifth and finishing things off with three more in the sixth. Uh, SEB's runs came two in the third, one in the fourth, fifth, and a sixth. Or fifth and seventh, I should say. Uh, Limke gets the win in the circle. She goes a couple innings, allowing no hits, no runs, one walk, and six strikeouts. Uh, Baker gets the loss for SEB there. Uh, Osteen leads the way offensively. She had three RBIs, ton. And had a couple RBIs. Uh, Tedrick, Grunlow, Piercy all pick up RBIs as well for the Indians. Uh, Ireland led the way for SCB offensively. Two RBIs. Moss and Claycomb had an RBI as well. It was St. Anthony picking up the win over Shelbyville, 7-1. to St. Anthony picked up one in the first and then six more in the fifth inning to bust things wide open there. Shelbyville also picked up their lone run in the sixth inning as well. Faraday goes the distance here in the circle. She goes seven innings, three hits, allowing one run, one walk, and strike out nine batters. Holland takes the loss for the Rams. Uh, Faraday also had a couple RBIs at the plate as well. Uh, Addy Rios, Swarmsing, Niebergi, Faber, Vonderheide all pick up RBIs for the Lady Dogs. And Holland also uh, got an RBI, the only RBI for Shelbyville yesterday. 
The topless, they defeated CHBC 12-1. Shoes pick up a couple in the first, one in the second, five more in the fourth, one in the sixth, and finish things off with three in the seventh. CHBC's lone run came in the fourth inning. Geckner gets the win in the circle for T-Town. She goes five innings, giving up a couple of hits, one run, six walks, but three strikeouts. Uh, Gibson comes in and finishes things off for the final two innings. Uh, she strikes out four batters, and Summers takes a loss for CHBC. Altoff and Conkle led the way offensively for T-Town. Also, Niebergi, Helmick, uh, Geckner, and Sarchet pick up RBIs as well. Watson sends one over the fence for the lone RBI for CHBC. South Central, they defeated Weber 10 to nothing. South Central picked up four in the first inning to get the party started, two in the third, and four more in the fifth. Uh, Thompson gets the win in the circle for the Cougars. Watwood, Feldick, Kyra Swift pick up two RBIs for South Central. Uh, Timmons, uh, Michael, Webster, and Rose pick up RBIs as well for South Central. And finally in the NTC, it was Odin over Dietrich, 9-6. to six. Odin picked up four in the first, one in the third, four more in the sixth. Dietrich runs come with two. They're wild across the board. Two in the first, second, and a fifth innings for the Maroons. Uh, Nieberg takes the loss, or Nieberg, excuse me takes a loss for Dietrich, and uh, she also had two RBIs at the plate. Jansen also picked up two RBIs for Dietrich, Craig, and Wessendorf, credited with the other RBIs for the Maroons. Little Illini Newton wins the marathon over Mount Carmel. They went 5-4 to four in extra innings. This one had to go 11 innings. Uh, Newton got one run in the first, second, fifth, and a sixth. So sprinkling the runs across the board there. Mount Carmel picked up three in the sixth. To, and then one in the seventh to tie it at four. And then finally, uh, Mount Car or Newton winning it there in 11. Coker. She had it going in the circle as she pitches 10 innings in this one, giving up eight hits, four runs, five walks, and six strikeouts. Mulvey finishes things off with the uh, relief appearance for an inning, and Andrews takes a loss for Mount Carmel. Grove sent one over the fence for the Eagles. She had a home run and two RBIs. Odell and a Frichtel had an RBI as well for the Lady Eagles. Banks had a home run and three RBIs. Therefore, Mount Carmel Lang is the other RBI for the Aces. And so Newton wins and extras. Good game right there. Casey over Olney, 12-2. Paris over Danville, 8-1. Marshall defeats Lawrenceville, 11-1. FEM over Hillsboro by the final of 11-2-1. Here as it was, FEM getting one run in the first, two in the second, three more in the third, Finishes things off to allow this one to be a five-inning affair with five runs in the bottom of the fourth. Uh, Cunningham, uh, she started the game, but it was Armstrong winning the game in relief. She went three and a third innings, giving up a hit, one walk, and four strikeouts there. A lot of RBIs present here. Donaldson, she picked up a three of them at the plate. Armstrong also goes for two RBIs as well. Other RBIs are credited to Boone and Riley and Abby Cunningham picking up our RBIs a piece as well for the Hearts. RBI for Hillsborough came by Camp there as well. Chanson takes the loss in the circle there. Six earned runs on nine hits, four walks, and a strikeout there. 
In the Central Illinois Conference, it was Monroe Forsyth over Decatur St. Teresa, 2-0. Lincoln Prairie, it was Cumberland defeating Blue Ridge, 11-2. Arthur over Arcola, 11-1. Heritage over Saragoto, 13-7. Villa Grove over Tri-County, 13-3. Argento over Ocala Valley, 10-0. South Central Conference, it was Vandalia over Mulberry Grove, 3-0. Roxanne over Piasol, 5-2. Lincolnwood over Litchfield in an offensive affair, 12 to 11. Citrelli over Greenville, 8 to 1. And finally, to wrap up softballs, North Mac over Pawnee, 6 to 4. In high school tennis yesterday, it was FEM picking up the win over Mattoon. Close matches there, 5 to 4 here. Newton also in a close one over St. Anthony, 5 to 4. Antitopolis sweeps Greenville, 9 to to nothing. Local sports schedule for it today. We got Olney uh, coming to Altamont, OPH at Brownstown St. Elmo, Newton at Dietrich, North Clay hosting a Mount Carmel. Little Illini Conference sees Robinson traveling to T-Town, take on Topolis, Tri-County at Casey, and Ala at Paris. Apollo Conference is Mount Zion hosting Metamora, Mattoon hosting Monticello, Lincoln Prairie Conference, Nioga at Ocala Valley, Arthur Christian at Blue Ridge, Central Illinois Conference, Tuscola at Macon Meridian, Central A&M at Shelbyville, Decatur St. Teresa at Sullivan, Clinton hosting Warrensburg Latham, South Central Conference, Hillsborough at North Mac, Staunton at Pena, Piasaw at Litchfield, Carlinville at Greenville. In high school softball, you got Ramsey hosting Altamont. This is a good one. Newton at St. Anthony. That should be appointment viewing there if you don't have anything to do today. Great matchup there. St. Elmo Brownstown at South Central. Dietrich at Robinson. CHBC hosting Chrysler Rock Lutheran. Little Illini, Mount Carmel at Olney. Hudsonville at Lawrenceville. Marshall at Tri-County. Paris at Georgetown Ridge Farm. Apollo Conference, Mount Zion at Normal Community. Arcola at Mattoon. Terre Haute North Vio at Charleston. Lincoln Prairie, Champaign Centennial, Villa Grove, Alcott Valley at Tolono Unity, Hoopston at Heritage, Central Illinois at Shelbyville at Central A&M, Decatur St. Teresa at Sullivan, Clinton hosting Warrensburg Latham, South Central Conference, North Mac at Hillsboro, Litchfield hosting Piasol, Carlinville at Greenville, Pena hosting Stom. In high school tennis today, we got FEM matched up with Olney. They're in Olney, St. Anthony hosting Paris. And we got track meets at Cumberland and Topless in high school track and field as well with a ton of area teams competing in those two meets there today. And again, gets the green light. Beautiful weather out there. Nothing but sunny skies as I see out there peeking out here towards the window of the studio. So uh, good to go for those games. And you can follow along on the website, femradio.com, and click on our local sports tab uh, over there. Coming up next, as I mentioned, we had a local connection in the WNBA draft last night. I'll hit up on that as well as some Major League Baseball coming up next here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screens, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. 
Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Andy's Health Mart Pharmacy is an independently owned Health Mart Pharmacy and is committed to the Effingham and surrounding communities. At Andy's, you'll experience a warm, caring, compassionate expert dedicated to your health. Their pharmacists have a personal commitment to you and our communities. Visit Andy's Health Mart Pharmacy today at 805 West Fayette in Effingham. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Steve here at Effingham Tire and Auto Center, ready to shake off those winter blues. Steve, I've been counting down the days until I leave for family vacation. We know with warmer weather comes road trips, vacations, and running the kids. Mom taxi coming through. I'm here to remind you that at Effingham Tire and Auto Center, we can change your oil, check your AC and tires, test your brakes. There's no job too big or too small. What about evening appointments? I typically work late. No problem. We're open till 11 p.m. Monday through Saturday. Did you say 11 p.m.? What about Firestone Tires? Yes, we've been your local Firestone Tire Center for over 40 years. Effingham Tire and Auto Center is locally owned and operated. Give us a call at 217-347-7718 or stop in today and check out our newly updated showroom and talk to me, Steve. It's settled. I'm going to Effingham Tire and Auto Center, my hometown car care specialist. At Progressive, we love sports and saving you money, so we bundled them together. The final horse now in the gate, and they're off. They're starting off with a double toe loop jump, leaving a difficult 7-10 split. As is movement on the inside rail. Only nine pins separate them now as they head to the final quarter mile. They're neck and neck. It's down to the last frame. Here comes the actual jump. They bundle their home and auto insurance with Progressive. Win, strength, savings, gold. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Attorney Joe Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters, and that's why it's so important to hire someone that has those skills. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Springfield area attorneys. 2815 Old Jacksonville Road, Suite 103, Springfield, Illinois, 62704. And now. And I also asked Coach, what can we expect from the FEM Hearts this season? Well, I'll tell you what, it's um, it's ironic. I was talking with a couple people about that earlier. Uh, it would help if I played the uh, right clip. Back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Travis Sparks with your Sports Center update. The Blues are gearing up for their final home game of the season. St. Louis takes on Dallas at the Enterprise Center tomorrow night. The Blues are coming off a 5-3 loss to the Wild on Saturday. Their main in sixth place in the Central Division is still eliminated from playoff contention. Speaking of the uh, National Hockey League, the Blackhawks surrendered three goals in the third period during a 4-2 loss to the Minnesota Wild at the United Center. Joey Anderson and Andres Bojark both scored to give Chicago a 2-1 lead heading into the third period, but Minnesota picking up those three third-period goals. Chicago remains in last place in the Central Division, but hey, you have a chance at uh, Bedard 
in the draft. Speaking of the uh, draft of the Fever, they're taking Aaliyah Boston with a first pick in the 2023 WNBA draft. The 2023 NCAA champion from South Carolina joins Indiana after a stellar career with uh, South Carolina. Aja Wilson was selected with the first overall pick in the 2018 draft by the Las Vegas Aces there and uh, joining a bunch of South Carolina players drafted last night. I'll get to the WMA draft coming up here in just a second. But uh, Duke is uh, losing another player to the WNBA draft, or NBA draft. Junior guard Jer Jeremy Roach announced his decision to declare for the 23 NBA draft, while Kyle Filipkowski is staying there in Durham. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on a 98.9. Travis Sparks here flying solo with the horrible sports center reads today. Just throw those out of the way. I'll give myself a D-plus on that reading right there. I started out good, went downhill from there. Hey, speaking of the uh, NBA draft, I said we had a connection there last night, and that was Miss Paige Robinson there. She was at Oka Valley. That's right. Uh, Lincoln Prairie Conference team, Oka Valley, has a player selected to the WNBA draft. Paige Robinson win uh, in the third round, a 31st overall there to the Dallas Wings, and she played at Illinois State there last season and that's the first Redbird ever to be picked in the WNBA draft and program history. Uh, she's the reigning Missouri Valley Conference Player of the Year and the first from the Missouri Valley selected in the draft since 2015. There, Paige going there to Okaw Valley, uh, then spending most of her collegiate career at Drury as uh, that was a Division II program. She was the National Player of the Year in 2021. She scored more than 2,000 points in her four-year career there with Drury. And between both schools, Robinson scored 2,600 points, making 332 three-pointers while dishing out 440 assists and grabbing 600 rebounds there. So uh, Paige making history there last night in the WNBA draft uh, there. So uh, very cool that, hey, you can come from a 1A school and get drafted to uh, the WNBA. NBA there after a successful Division II career, and she uh, was very successful there at Illinois State as well last season. So a uh, big congratulations uh, there uh, to her for sure. So I uh, wanted to make that local connection to uh, the WNBA draft last night. So uh, let's take a look at uh, the uh, Major League Baseball uh, from uh, last night. As uh, my computer is uh, slow on the draw today, uh, loading things up. Rockies, maybe the Cardinals last night, 7-4. As uh, Steven Matz takes the loss, he gave up uh, what, six of the seven runs? Yep, he gave up six earned runs. I only go in five and two-thirds innings. Yet another not quality start there. Uh, Thompson surrendered the other run, but that was on an error uh, there. So, uh, again, starting pitching. Starting pitchers, not good for the uh, Cardinals uh, last night. Uh, the uh, Cards did pick up a couple in the 4th, 6th, and uh, another run there in the ninth, like it mattered there. And uh, we had, uh, yet again, a uh, play at the plate there with uh, 
Mr. Contreras possibly having his foot on the plate there, possibly having a tag as well. And uh, Ollie Marmol did not challenge it in the time, and there was uh, quite a debate, but he didn't get ejected. So I guess that was a good sign there, but maybe he should have shown a little bit more fire uh, to possibly get uh, ejected there to possibly fire up the team uh, there. But there, yet again, uh, we have another situation there where um, – Man, Ollie's kind of getting his inexperience is kind of showing, and uh, that's kind of brung up a conversation with me internally about uh, looking at uh, Ollie being in his second year uh, managing this team. And uh, Mike Matheny as well uh, was very successful as a manager when he took over from Tony Larusa in 2012. We got all the way to uh, the NLCS that year and lost, and then the next year we won the pennant and lost to the Red Sox in the uh, World Series. Uh, but uh, last year was very successful. In uh, year number two, without the leadership of guys like Yadier Molina, and one that's not being talked about, but uh, we lost Skip Schumacher there. He's now the, the skipper there in uh, Miami. So I think that is uh, glossed over uh, a lot, but I think that kind of kept Ollie in check, and it was kind of his right-hand man uh, there. So... Uh, glaring weaknesses always show up when you're losing. And uh, three and seven, only four teams have three or less wins this season. And uh, that is the Oakland Athletics. You also have the uh, Detroit Tigers, as well as the Royals, as well, and the Cardinals, as St. Louis is a three and a seven on the uh, young season. So. Uh, man, oh man, not good things going on in uh, St. Louis uh, there uh, right now. And uh, hey, maybe we'll turn the corner uh, tonight. Maybe we'll turn the corner for Dinger Tuesday. As uh, coming up tonight, we got Miles Michaelis back on the mound for his third start. He needs this one. He's desperately due for a quality start in this one. Kyle Freeland will be the man opposite him. And of course, you can hear right here on 989, 645 pregame show tonight for the Cardinals and Rockies. As I mentioned quickly, it was the uh, Cubs walking it off against the uh, Mariners 3-2 as Nico Horner gets the uh, game winner there last night for the uh, Cubbies. So uh, they pick up the win, at least one local team representing there. Back over 500 there at 5-4. and a four. And the White Sox. They're one game closer to 500. They win a four to a three. They're over Minnesota. Dylan Cease getting his second win on the season there. The big early story here for Major League Baseball. Hey, I told you, Tampa Bay, the Rays, they're going 162 and 0. People, they won. They only had one run yesterday, but it was good enough to be the Red Sox. They won. A one to a nothing as a man oh man the Red Sox are off to an amazing or the Red Sox the uh, Rays are off to an amazing start here uh, this season as uh, they won their tenth in a row uh, thanks to a go ahead home run there by Brandon Lowe in the eighth the Rays are the ninth team in Major League history to start a season ten and zero or better and it's the first time since 1987 Brewers who started thirteen. And, oh, uh, their longest win streaks to begin a season, 1884. The St. Louis Maroons. Who? 
<laughs> St. Louis Maroons. <laughs> they started with a 20-game win streak to start the season. In 82, the Braves, they also had 13 in a row there. The A's in 81, and they had 11 in a row. And now the Rays, 11 in a row as well. And also they got a win streak against the Red Sox uh, there uh, as well. So uh, they also have three straight shutouts thrown in there as well for Tampa Bay. They only needed one run. That's all you need. Phillies, they won uh, last night 15-3 over the Marlins. Boom goes for a six RBIs for Philly last night. The Mets, they shut out the Padres 5 to uh, nothing. Max Scherzer getting the uh, mound. The uh, Braves walking it off there against the Reds of 5-4. to four. It was a Sean Murphy two-run homer in the 10th to give Atlanta the win. It was the Rangers 11-2 over the Royals 9 Straight strikeouts there for Andrew Henney there in the win. So uh, that is an AL record. They're tying an AL record uh, there for Mr. Uh, Henney. Uh, the Nationals get the win over the Angels, 6-4. Uh, to four. Uh, The Diamondbacks, they shut out the Brew Crew, 3 to nothing. Zach Gallion, 11 Ks for Arizona. And the Dodgers, 9-1. to one. Over the uh, Giants and Max Muncie there hits a, a grand slam in the win as well. And I think he had a ton of RBIs as well last night for Mr. Muncie. Yes, I said a ton of RBIs. Seven of them. Seven RBIs for Mr. Muncie last night. All right, let's take a look at the uh, slate for today. You got the uh, Yankees against the uh, Guardians. Garrett Cole on the mound for New York. We got Grayson Rodriguez, his second start for Baltimore against Oakland. We have uh, Christian Javier against Mitch Keller for the Astros and Pirates. Uh, McClanahan going for the uh, Rays for their 11th straight win. Uh, Aaron Nola on the mound for Philadelphia. Alec Manoa for the uh, Blue Jays against the Tigers. Yeah, so... Uh, got, uh, let's see, Kyle Wright for the Braves against Cincinnati. Lance Lynn against Pablo Lopez for the White Sox and Twins. Yeah, had a flex in for uh, Chicago, I think. And what's Nicky there for, oh, no, that's the Cubs. What's Nicky for Chicago? It's a flex in for the Mariners. You got Jacob DeGrama going up for the uh, Rangers. Uh, Gray against uh, Shohei Otani. Hey, it's Shohei Otani Day. That's a good day. Uh, Corbin Burns going for Milwaukee against Muriel Kelly. That's a good pitching matchup there with the uh, uh, Brewers against the Diamondbacks. And the uh, Dodgers, Dustin May against Alex Wood tonight. So, man, a lot of aces on the mound today for uh, these teams. So that's going to be hard to determine a dinger here today uh, for that. But Garrett Cole, he's kind of susceptible to uh, some home runs uh, as of late, but maybe look out for one in Tampa or Rosarina possibly. Uh, I'll have to look at it a little bit more in depth to get my official dinger pick. Who's going to hit a home run today? And I'll even give you a bonus one since Eric isn't here uh, today. But again, Michaelis versus Freeland later on tonight here on 98.9 for the Cardinals and Rockies. All right, I'm up against the clock here. And uh, coming up, I'll be uh, closing things out talking about the NBA playing tournament beginning uh, tonight. Coming up here on the starting lineup to close it out. The starting lineup. <laughs> 
from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around, talk to your friends, You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank and Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Cut on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Is your Moore's battery weak or dead after winter storage? Get your Moore ready for spring lawn maintenance at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, purchase any Superstart lawn and garden battery and get a $10 gift card after rebate. Choose Super Start Batteries for power, performance, and reliability exclusively at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. And now. So we teased it all show. Eric, break the news. Eric, are you there, my friend? The starting lineup. Okay, we have... uh, has uh, left the call, so we have dropped Eric. So, unfortunately, we will uh, have to stick around next week. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. 98.9. Only here on 98.9, which will stay a little bit longer. Let's close it out today talking about the play-in tournament of the NBA matchup for a 7th versus 8th place tonight in the Eastern Conference and a Western Conference. As First up tonight at 6.30, you got the Atlanta Hawks squaring off with the Miami Heat. Not seeing a lot of people predicting a Heat or a Hawks victory here. Don't expect uh, the Heat or a long shot to win the or a long shot to uh, win uh, the title. But it seems like they don't uh, care about those odds, uh, is what they say. But uh, a lot of people are picking them to win tonight. They're favored by four and a half against the uh, Hawks tonight. And uh, that's not the uh, an intriguing one. And maybe it's not as intriguing uh, now that all the players for Minnesota 
are out. But the uh, second game of the tonight there is uh, Minnesota squaring off with the uh, Lakers there around 9 o'clock. Both these games are on a TNT. And, uh, yep, and with all those players out for Minnesota, that's the reason why the Lakers are favored by 8.5 points here. No one really giving uh, the uh, Timberwolves here a, a chance due to all the uh, stuff that is uh, surrounding them uh, with the uh, Rudy Gobert situation. He's been suspended for uh, this play-in game. And they also have some other injuries as well besides uh, the uh, other player that punched the wall there and broke his hand. And uh, he's obviously uh, out of there. Um, so... Uh, it's going to be a tall task, and of course, uh, LeBron, I haven't seen if he's going uh, social media dark here, and a time to lock in uh, for the uh, playoffs to uh, start here, so uh, the winner gets the seventh seed, and uh, the loser will still have to play um depending on uh, tomorrow night's matchups there with the winner of those matchups. But uh, in the Eastern Conference, uh, the uh, winner of tonight's game between the Heat and Hawks would face the Celtics in the opening round of the regular playoffs. Uh, the three-seed 76ers will square off with the uh, Nets. That's already locked in place there. Not a lot of people are giving the uh, Nets uh, shot at this as well with everything that they've been dealing with uh, this season. Hey, they still were put in sixth place, and they still uh, sat there in the playoffs. They're probably not going to stick around very long, but hey, they're at least here. Uh, then the four-seed Cavs will match up with the five-seed Knicks. Over on the Western Conference side, the winner of tonight's game between the Lakers and T-Wolves will get the two-seed Grizzlies, and the Nuggets will be awaiting the winner of the play-in. So will the Bucks will be awaiting the winner of the play-in on the Eastern side. Uh, but, man, these are two intriguing ones in the Western Conference. The three-seed Sacramento Kings, that's right. They are back into the playoffs for the first time since 2006, I believe I saw. And the sixth seed of Warriors, the defending, reigning, defending NBA champions, Golden State Warriors, the sixth seed. Believe in them in Golden State. What about in Sacramento? I mean, maybe it's California, so maybe it won't be that much of a difference. But they're trash on the road. Uh, I'm pulling for that. I'm pulling for the Kings here. They haven't been doing done it in a long time there. And then the four-seed Suns will match up with the five-seed Clippers uh, in a intriguing matchup there. No Paul George, though, for L.A., uh, so it's just going to be a Kawhi trying to uh, carry it. But, hey, this is why you have load management for Kawhi for games like this and then matching up with KD and Devin Booker. Uh, Aiton as well. I think that's all the players I can name. Uh, Chris Paul for the uh, Suns. So uh, four out of the five starting five there. Couldn't tell you anything else. But uh, tonight it's time to uh, lock in for the NBA playoffs for myself. They're in Miami tonight and they're in L.A. tonight as well. So uh, we'll see what happens this evening. We'll talk about them tomorrow and we'll talk about the other playing games uh, because the Raptors are matching up with the Bulls tomorrow night and the Pelicans and the Thunder, the other playing 
games tomorrow evening, bub. Uh, we'll explore that uh, tomorrow. That does it here for me. Still got more hockey to uh, talk about in uh, the uh, podcast as we uh, wrap up the regular season week there for the NHL. So we'll take a look at the playoff picture there, how it stands. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in into the uh, starting lineup. Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks still hanging out with you. Still flying solo here today. Got a couple of things to uh, wrap up here on the uh, podcast. Got NHL to uh, wrap up with a little bow because it's important because it's the final week of the uh, regular season and still playoffs up for grabs, playoff spots up for grabs in the ice hockey world. So I'll get to that here in just a second, but let's clean up some uh, sports center stuff that I didn't get to uh, there as I pick up the papers off the floor here after I threw them earlier. I mentioned uh, baseball, the White Sox, uh, they got the win over uh, the uh, Twins, but they got some bad news about uh, Tim Anderson as he's going to be put on the IL and he's expected to uh, miss two to four weeks with a knee sprain there, so that's not good uh, for uh, Chicago's other team uh, there. Let's see here. Uh, Lincoln Riley and the USC Trojans are adding a, a former NFL coach to their ranks. The NFL Network reports USC is expected to hire Cliff Kingsbury to work with the team's quarterbacks. Kingsbury, of course, was fired by Arizona in January after leading the team uh, for seasons. Uh, the 43-year-old returns to college football after previously serving as the head coach at Texas Tech from 2013 to 2018. Kingsbury also worked as the quarterbacks coach at Texas A&M and Houston as well. Speaking of the Arizona Cardinals, uh, they are the hottest commodity going into the NFL draft. ESPN Adam Schefter reports that, that at least six teams have inquired with the cards about trading up for the third overall pick. Shefty said Arizona is still mulling on whether to move the pick or make it. The Panthers and the Texans are projected to select quarterbacks with a first and a second overall picks. The Cardinals already have Kyler Murray as their franchise quarterback, which leaves open the possibility for a quarterback and needy team to a trade up. Round one of the draft takes place on April 27th, and I saw in the latest mock draft, the Mel Kuyper's mock draft, uh, 25.3, that uh, Bryce Young is now going as number one overall to the Carolina Panthers. So uh, it was C.J. Stroud. Now it's back to uh, Bryce Young. And who knows what we'll get to in the final uh, mock draft there. Uh, speaking of the NFL, let's keep it there. The Commanders, uh, they are paying the price. The Washington Commanders settled a lawsuit filed by the District of Columbia Attorney General's Office. The organization is required to pay more than a half a million dollars for how they handled uh, season ticket deposits in the past. The Commanders must pay $200,000 to impacted residents and other $425,000 to the district. According to the lawsuit, the team uh, systematically failed to return a ticket holders' deposits and 
intentionally created barriers for fans to get refunds in a violation of district law. Uh, speaking of the uh, East, NFL East, let's stay there. The NFL standout Kevin Thibodeau is giving back to his family. The linebacker was selected in the first round of the 2022 draft by the Giants and used a portion of his four-year 300 or not 331 plus million dollar contract to purchase his mother a house. Thibodeau surprised his mother and caught the moment on video as she toured her new California home for the first time. The 23-year-old has said he wanted the video to be an inspiration for those working to provide for their families. And his mother described the gift as a blessing. So that's always nice when you see players giving back to their mamas. And finally, the Red Sox hottest hitter is headed to the I.L., Boston plays Adam Duvall on the 10-day IL with a fractured left wrist on Monday. Uh, Alex Cora, the manager, said Duvall has a, a left wrist fracture. The 34-year-old had surgery last summer to repair a torn tendon on the same wrist. Boston recalled uh, uh, Bobby Dalback from AAA Worcester. Duvall has hit 455 with four homers and 14 RBIs in eight games. So, yeah. Clearly one of the hottest hitters that the Red Sox had. The team is uncertain if surgery is required and there's no timetable for his return. So a big blow there for the Red Sox when they're already against the eight ball, when they're facing off against the only undefeated in team in Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays. Also, the ratings are in for the Masters final round as it hit a five-year high. The final round between Rahm and Kepka was the most-watched golf telecast on any network in the past five years, as CBS touted on a Tuesday. The telecast uh, peaked or averaged about 12.06 million viewers, up 19% compared to last year's Masters. That saw, of course, Sagati Scheffler winning the green jacket. Ratings for Rom's victory peaked at 15 million viewers as he was finishing off the victory. And so, very successful this year for the Masters. Five-year high for the uh, final round there. And that's always good to see after uh, the rain derailed a Friday and a Saturday's action that it did not deter people from the ratings on Sunday there as well. Also, those 12 million people, depending on how long they watched golf, they got a lot of golf in on a Sunday viewing it there. And so good for golf that uh, John Rahm reclaims the number one golfer in the world as well as a five-year high for the Masters ratings there. All right, uh, so as I mentioned, the playoff races are getting tight there in the NHL with the last week of the regular season. So uh, let's hit up on the uh, playoff races that are heating up, and we'll start off in uh, the Eastern uh, Conference as the Panthers did just enough last night against the Maple Leafs. They lost in overtime, but since they went to overtime, they picked up a point. So uh, they have 92 points on uh, the uh, season with a 2-1 to loss against Toronto. Uh, Tavers got 
picks up the win in Otia for the Maple Leafs. And that was important because the Islanders, they lost to the Capitals. Uh, the Capitals scored uh, two quick goals there within the first few minutes. And they scored three first period goals there to win. 5-2, to two. so Islanders holding on to that last wild card spot, but uh, they are only up one point on Pittsburgh, trailing right behind them. Uh, Buffalo still has an outside shot here. They just need to keep on winning as they won in a shootout over the Rangers 3-2 to two last night to, to keep their slim playoff chances alive there. So Florida, good they won. Islanders, bad that they lost, and Pittsburgh set idle last night. Pivotal races in the Western Conference happening over there. Big win for Winnipeg last night over the Sharks. They scored three opening period goals on their way to a 6-2 win over the Sharks. So that gives them a 93 total points, sliding into the second wild card spot. There, they're trying to fend off Calgary and Nashville as those two matched up last night. They're in a Calgary in the Saddle Dome, and the Predators came away with the must needed win over the Flames 3 2 in a shootout. And with that loss, that has 17 overtime or shootout losses for Calgary. That's the most in the NHL. And with the loss, that eliminates them from playoff contention. That's right. Even though they only trail by two points, Winnipeg in that department, but that 17 overtime and shootout losses are absolutely killer for them. And Nashville still alive there. They have 90 points. Winnipeg has 93 there as both teams have two games remaining on the schedule. And they both play the same teams as well. Winnipeg, they are at Minnesota tonight. And on Thursday, they're at Colorado. And Nashville, on a Thursday, they host Minnesota. And the next day, on Friday, to close out the regular season there in Smashville, they host the Avalanche. So lots of things to play for there. And ironically, they play the same teams. And even though Minnesota and Colorado, they are still... In the playoffs, there's still a little bit to play off there, at least for Minnesota's perspective, as they're still trying to win the Central there. As it's a three-way race for the Central Division title with Colorado and Dallas, as Minnesota trails four points behind Colorado, two points behind uh, Dallas, and all three teams have three games left on their schedule. And the Wild are looking for their first division title since 2007-2008 when they won the Northwest Division crown. That's the only division title that they have in their history. And if they don't claim the Central title, they'll either have to face Colorado or Dallas in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. This has been a, a fall-off, dropped off a cliff how many goals that they scored this season for the Wild. Last year, they scored a franchise record 305 goals. Well, that's dipped to 231 through 79 games so far. That's an average of 2.92 goals uh, per game average. And uh, among teams in current playoff position, that's the lowest average in the NHL there. So uh, Minnesota still has a lot to play for. So uh, they can try to play spoiler for Winnipeg or Nashville. So uh, that rate is at 
it can't be any tighter there. Over on the uh, Eastern Conference side, both the Panthers, Islanders, and uh, Penguins. Penguins actually have two games uh, remaining. But uh, uh, the Panthers on a Thursday, they host Carolina. Carolina has everything wrapped up. I'm pretty sure that they're uh, wrapped up in the second seed. They can't go any higher there in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So I don't know how really uh, that works in the NHL, uh, whether you want to say your players or not. But uh, that's a pivotal matchup. On Wednesday, the Islanders, uh, they face the uh, Canadians, and uh, they're the second-worst team in the Eastern Conference. The only team that's worse is Columbus. Speaking of Columbus, what a schedule that Sid the Kid and the Penguins have for their last two games. Tonight, Pittsburgh is hosting the Blackhawks. They're the worst team in the Eastern Conference. And then on Thursday, they close out the regular season in Columbus. So they obviously have the easiest schedule there of the Islanders and the Panthers. So uh, Pittsburgh definitely has an opportunity there to slide back into the wild card spots with two games that they should easily win in particular nothing else to play for the only thing that you can play for if you're the Blackhawks or the Blue Jackets is to get worse to improve your draft odds there for uh, possibly landing a Bedard there as I'm sorry the uh uh, Canadians are the ones that are the second worst team in the Eastern Conference. Columbus is the worst team in the East. The Blackhawks are the worst team in the West. And currently right now, they both have 56 points on the season. Uh, Chicago's 25-49-6. and six. For Columbus, they're 24-47-8. and eight. So I don't know if you go really from the points department or from the win-loss perspective. Uh, from that to determine the uh, number one overall pick and, or the draft odds uh, there for landing uh, the talent of Bedard. And even Anaheim is right there with 56 points as well. So, you know, if he were the Blackhawks or um, uh, Columbus to possibly land, you know, talent that Bedard has been projected to be, you don't want to win these final two games, so they're probably not going to be trying their hardest there. So uh, Pittsburgh has a great shot of getting in that final wild card spot there in the East there. And uh, speaking of the uh, Blackhawks, they lost to the Wild there, as I mentioned in the uh, uh, Sports Center hit. And we talked about the Thunder uh, having a ton of picks in the NBA draft. I didn't realize that the Blackhawks. They have 29 picks over the next three drafts to 2025. Only Arizona has more picks in that time frame. And Chicago also has the worst record in the NHL since February 27th. And, of course, they shipped off uh, more players this season. Patrick Kane, Domi as well. And uh, no team has averaged fewer goals per game. And no team has scored fewer goals at 5-on-5 five five this season, and then the Chicago Blackhawks. Anytime that I can uh, have those stats, pull up those stats for the Blackhawks, I will certainly do so there. So, uh, Stars won 6-1 to one over the uh, Red Wings last night. Uh, again, still uh, they're uh, playing for the uh, division title there to improve their 
uh, standings in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Other ones, the Bruins, they're trying to uh, close out the regular season against the uh, uh, Caps as a Boston. Let's see how many more games they have left in the uh, regular season as they already have that uh, NHL record. Uh, therefore, most wins as uh, they have a game tonight and uh, Thursday against the Canadians there. So uh, they have an opportunity to get to 65 wins, uh, possibly. Uh, there. Sabres still an outside shot at the playoffs there against New Jersey tonight. Uh, the uh, Flyers are matched up with the Blue Jackets. Uh, the uh, Penguins and the Blackhawks game starts at 630 uh, this is a little playoff preview as this matchup is already set in stone for the playoffs as Toronto and uh, Tampa Bay will be matching up tonight and they'll also be matched up in the playoffs as well. And uh, stay tuned to the uh, podcast or the show as I'll get some uh, Stanley Cup playoff preview uh, coming up uh, shortly and when the final matchups are set uh, there. The Jets are also in Minnesota tonight, uh, Colorado hosting Edmonton, and uh, the Canucks are at the Ducks tonight as well. So uh, different ends of the spectrum there with a couple of those matchups for the number one overall pick and also the uh, playoff race there in the NHL. So definitely be uh, keeping my eye out on uh, that, and I'll be back to uh, report about it. Mark will be uh, back with me uh, tomorrow as well. But I don't have anything else, so I am going to get on getting on here on this Tuesday and enjoy uh, the rest of your Taco Tuesday, Twisted Tuesday, whatever you want this to be. Make sure you have a safe one. And I'll talk to you uh, tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Make sure to listen to that Cardinal game tonight definitely be tuned in for sure talk about it tomorrow see what else we can get into tomorrow as well all right until then peace out wait a minute wait a minute we can't go anywhere i completely forgot all about this as we have uh, dinger tuesday as i remember to do, uh, do it as i uh, remember that i wrote i wrote stuff down here to uh, start the podcast to do a little bit of research for dinger tuesday so we need to get these dingers in uh for today and i got a bonus one coming up for you because eric isn't here today uh, i went back and forth on a couple of these i have uh them written down here of the potential uh ones that i want to go with um and i know that he's been pretty good for his first two starts of the season but I'm looking at the Guardians and a Yankees matchup here. I'm not going to do the low-hanging fruit of a Stanton or Judge or anything like that. I'm looking for a guy that is due for his first home run and maybe uh, Garrett Cole except susceptible to home runs last year. Maybe he'll give up one uh, this time around. So I'm going to go Jose Ramirez for the uh, Cleveland Guardians. He's plus 400 on some sports books if you want to look that up for a home run. Uh, tonight so uh, he's due for the season and one of the best average hitters in the American League he'll send one over the wall tonight in Cleveland against Garrett Cole 
a lot of tough matchups uh, today with aces on the mound all over the place, as I mentioned in the MLB uh, preview. And for a bonus, you know where I'm going here. I'm going with the St. Louis Cardinals. I keep forgetting to mention that uh, show some love to uh, Jordan Walker. Hit safely in each of his first 10 games. How about that? The rookie came in with a lot of hype as he uh, skipped Triple uh, A right here to the majors, and all he's done is hit and get on base safely in his first 10 games. But I'm not going Jordan Walker here. I did that last thing or Tuesday, and it didn't work out for me. He hit it on a Wednesday, and there is susceptible pitching there in Colorado against uh, Mr. Freeland. Wasn't so sharp in a Colorado last season. I'm not going to go Jordan Walker, but I am going to go Cardinal, and this is low-hanging fruit here. I need something to, to get my bonus pick. It's Nolan Arenado. He's back in Colorado, and uh, Freeland is susceptible to the home run in Colorado last season. I say low-hanging fruit because he's plus 250 on some sports books to hit a home run uh, there. All right, now I've cleaned things up. Now I can officially get out of here and play the intro there. So hopefully guys haven't tuned out just yet now i am getting on out of here and like i mentioned before peace out this time for real